0: Chapter One Buffy It all came flooding back. Buffy put the letter on the table and sat down heavily. Bridie's laughter, her gravelly smoker's cough. She could be bustling around him now in her stained landlady's kimono. He remembered her veined ankles in her bedroom slippers, the dear massive bulk of her as she fried bacon. The past was in his nostrils. He could smell the lino and the cat's. The woozy fumes from the ascot that hung above the bath. Those were the days of eiderdowns, the gas fire popping, her stockings drying on the fender. Bridie ran a theatrical boarding house in Edgebaston. Buffy had lodged there year in, year out, mutating from a lithe hotspur to a portly Falstaff when he worked in Birmingham Rep. Age, however, could not wither Bridie. Like most fat people, she remained the same, year after year. Grey roots appeared in her hennaed hair. She was given two new knees, but she still resembled the girl he knew when he looked good in tights. Once, when drunk, he proposed marriage. Darling, not only are you married already, but I've got my family here, thank you very much. She slossed more whiskey into his mug. Lodgers are a lot less trouble than children, even when they're actors, and besides, they pay me. There's a lot to be said for it. The deep piece of the marriage bed, tre after the hurly-burly of the chaise longue, "'Deep peace, my foot. We start arguing about the guttering. "'Actually, now you mention it, you should get it. "'I'll shut up, you silly cunt.' "'She was right, of course. "'They were happy as they were. "'Who knew what she got up to when he wasn't there? "'He remembered the crocodile-skin case in which she kept her Dutch cap, "'a gift from a gentleman admirer. "'She was a warm-blooded woman with an obliging nature, "'and actors on tour were no slouches in the leg-over department. "'After all, when you'd seen a stuffed badger in the local museum—' What else was there to do? And now Bridie was dead. Buffy longed to cry. He was an actor. He could do it on cue. And by God, he'd had plenty to cry about. But grief is fiercest when muddied by conflicting emotions recrimination, guilt, resentment. Bridie was one of the few women about whom he felt no guilt at all. In fact, to be perfectly honest, they'd rather lost touch since she had moved to Wales. That he had been in her mind. Hence the letter from some solicitor in Bilth Wells, she must have left him a little something in her will, gave him his first and last twinge of guilt where she was concerned. Gratitude, too. Due to his advanced age, Buffy had lost many friends and one ex wife. These snuffings out had made it clear to him, if proof were needed, that dying was a self absorbed business. The last thing on anyone's mind seemed to be those who were left behind. Any recognition of this would be welcome, just a token even something hideous like a Toby jug. Buffy heaved himself to his feet,